it's time to meet up and catch up at the Weekend Water Cooler. Now, here's your host, Gene Bolduck. Okay, welcome, welcome to the Weekend Water Cooler at long last. I am Gene Bolduck, your host, and uh, joining me today is my uh, senior research correspondent, <laughs> Penny Rich. Um, Penny Rich, you know, the, uh, the uh, National Archives could probably use your help. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I am so stunned, and yet I'm not, uh, by the drip, drip, drip of these developments with classified documents being discovered and retrieved. And, and of course, we who live in the real world know that um, there is a night and day difference between what sure. has happened with uh, the former guy. Um, and I should be clear, I guess, because now there's two elements of the former guy's administration, but that former President Trump not only uh, had a lot, a lot, a lot, many dozens of classified documents found at his home in Florida, uh, but he lied about them repeatedly. He had his lawyers lie about them for him, whether they knew they were doing that or not. He, you know, moved them around. He made every effort to keep them. He had them as souvenirs. They were not um, accidentally located at his home. And he filed a lawsuit to keep them, claiming that they belonged to him. Ridiculous. Um, completely ridiculous. Ridicu and even that lawsuit, uh, which ended up with a ridiculous special master being appointed, then that got to a an appeals court, and that was thrown out, thank goodness, because there, you know, there was an actual judge or two involved there. So, so, okay, so you have all that, what happened with Trump and his classified documents. There were crimes committed there. There were multiple crimes. There were violations of the Presidential Records Act, which is, oh, you kept a daily di diary while you were president and you brought it to your home. You actually have to give that to the archives. Right. And then the ex-president says, oh, sorry, here, you know, and you, so you were out of compliance, but of course you would turn it over. Um, and then you have, then you have what happened with Trump, which is, which is, uh, I, I have a picture of him going through the, uh, the national, uh, China closet and taking the silver <laughs> yeah. and uh, throwing the suitcase and trying to make off with it. Um, it's like, it's like a cartoon adventure, you know. It's it's like a Scooby Doo adventure or something. Sure. Um, so so there's 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 that kind of episode, and then there's oh they you know uh, documents were discovered in the home of Joe Biden, and Joe Biden Joe Biden's attorney found these documents at the office uh, where he was at the Penn Center in DC and, um, and at his home in Delaware. And today, as we record mm -hmm. on Wednesday, they, at, at the president's request, I believe, and that That's of his right. attorneys, the FBI went and searched his beach house. The vacation home, yep. Um, to see what, what was there. Now, um, in the meantime, while we were going through multiple locations with our current president, uh, the guy who, the minute there was a whisper of a sticky note that belonged to the government that was in his house, 
cooperated fully on every imaginable level. And I'm sure, by the way, oddly enough, was very happy to see a special counsel appointed to handle this matter. Um, there's, there's no evaluation about a crime being committed. It's not a prosecutor exactly. It's yeah. more like a special master arrangement. It's an objective right. person in in the uh, DOJ who's going to handle the recovery and um, accounting for these documents. Right. And that's important, Gene. I'm glad you said that because I've been listening to a lot of uh, different people talk about this because it's still a very hot topic. And um, the DOJ can um, put a special person in charge of this investigation. There doesn't have to be a crime. It's just right. an investigation. Right. Um, but, but you said very eloquently at the beginning that one of them committed a crime. The other one didn't. Right. Um, and, you know, I don't, I don't know how much Joe Biden knew that um, he had classified information. I've been listening to, uh, like I said, a lot of podcasts about this. There's someone coming out with a book about this right now who's been studying this for a very, very long right. time. Because if you remember, it started with Hillary's emails, right? The right. classified documents on the on her um, uh, yes, server. Yes, down, down about and five the, levels down right. and, and forward, right. forward, forward, forward. Which Colin Powell actually told her, ah, it's okay, everybody does it. Um, don't worry about it, right? Um, this gentleman, Matthew Connolly, is, write, is writing a book. He has 10 years of research on this. And, and you know, because I thought, like, why, why would they put a special counsel on it? Um, it, you know, Trump is a criminal, Biden is not. And now, of course, Mike Pence, there, there's been some documents found in Mike Pence, right. um, his, his home as, as well. But you're absolutely right. There does not have to be a crime committed for special counsel. So I think that's really important that, you know, and why I think Biden welcomed it. Well, yeah, I yeah. think I think that one of the reasons that Biden was probably very, very happy to have that counsel appointed is that special counsel, unlike a prosecutor, a prosecutor, like let's think about James Comey, for example, who was attorney general, he's a prosecutor, and he's looking at the Hillary Clinton classified documents. I think there were seven of them that were that she had in her possession um in a, in the form of emails right james comey looks at that investigates it finds uh sloppy handling perhaps but these were low level classifications they weren't physical documents they mm -hmm. were just emails and uh he come he he realizes that normally in, in such a case they would simply close the file and they would never make a public statement about it because that's how the doj works right if they're going to charge you then they make their statements through the, the court filings if they're if they've basically exonerated you and said well we investigated this there's no crime here okay right um then they say nothing publicly because that's the appropriate thing to do they don't come out and announce that so and so is under scrutiny under investigation they wouldn't do that if you were under investigation for some reason they would just do the investigation they do it quietly they do it discreetly to the every extent possible but with hillary clinton's case it was so widely known that this was being looked at 
that he decided probably in retrospect mistakenly mm -hmm. that he in the in the public interest because there was an election coming up that he would disclose that they had done this evaluation that there were some documents that were not handled correctly but that there was no there was not enough there to pursue a prosecution of a crime right more like a technical via this is more like a speeding ticket it's and reckless right. driving okay mm -hmm. and so that's what he did and then and then we know what happened after that there was some oh there was uh what's his name uh anthony wiener's uh mm -hmm. laptop right. anthony wiener's wife um works for hillary clinton and there was concern about whether or not she had some of these documents on his laptop so this all got thrown back into the public arena just before the election. And James Comey learned why it is that saying nothing was the better thing. Because right. then he's got to reopen the case, look at it again. And, it, and there's all this Michigas, right? So, yep. so they go through all that. Um, and and what's, what's going to happen here with this uh, special counsel is that very much to Joe Biden's um, happiness, I believe. The special counsel, who may not be, uh, well, likely will not be uh, pursuing any sort of prosecution, will, however, issue a report, which will be the comprehensive answer as to the best version of the truth he can come up with Right. as to what happened, where a prosecutor would not be doing that. And he can probably look at the lack of complexity in all likelihood. There, you know, what are you going to have? 20 documents total or some, some number like that, okay? Yeah. And yeah. let me tell you what they're going to come up with here. Here's going to be a list of documents. And one of them is going to be, and the same thing for Pence, by the way, in the interest of fairness. I don't think there's any any monkey business there at all. No. And I think that what's going to happen is it's going to be a report that's going to say the vice president in each case, the former vice president had in his possession an old copy of his travel schedule when he traveled overseas on the following occasions. Those documents are classified. They're all marked as classified. They are. And then after he travels, they're nothing, but nobody goes back through and crosses off the classification markings. They just, you know, they throw it in a file and they forget about it. And in all likelihood, you're going to, let's see what the documents are. They might be Putin's lunch order from 2004. <laughs> you know, they might be yeah. such a nothing burger. That right. The only issue would be at the time well, how did you get Putin's lunch order? That's sources and methods. That's a concern. So you right. classify it. Right. But the right. idea that these were all automatically terribly sensitive documents. It's just not so. And that's what this, this, um, we don't author, know anything Matthew about what they are. No, this, this guy, he, 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 there's lots of interviews with him, but you know, he's, he's talking about, you know, thousands and thousands of documents a day are classified thousands i mean, we're, oh, I mean tens of thousands probably ridiculous yeah. and and you know over a million people have clearance 
for for this and they can make they can make documents as well not not top secret but they can also classify documents all those people can classify so yeah i mean you know he did talk about you know joe biden probably had exactly what you were saying and threw them in the garage next to the corvette and he like didn't even think about it right no one asked him for it yeah or his step same thing very unlikely that he I mean, how many pieces of paper that are handled by, you know, across the term of some of these go back. My understanding is some of these go back to his time as a senator. Right. He's on the Foreign Relations Committee. Are you kidding? You know, the amount of material that he had to handle and read and take home. Yeah. But Donald Trump is different. Donald Trump thought these were like, you know, these are going to this is going to be valuable, valuable information. And it's going to it's going to help me if I ever get sued or if I ever have to go to jail. Because I'm going to have these, you know, leverage, and, and and you know all the empty files, and I mean he's uh, he's a criminal. The other guys are not. I I don't believe Pence is a criminal either. I'm not a big fan of of Pence, but I I don't think he. No, I don't uh, think he. I don't think yeah. he did anything improper at all. I think he Nothing. has no idea what those documents are, and right. I think that they're going to be just like with with Biden's. I think they're going to turn out to be uh, really innocuous. Um, unremarkable documents that right. uh, that were classified because in real time, at the time of their use, they they were classified. Just like, by the way, I'll leave you with this. Uh, there there was a, a wonderful, um, like a photo album that uh, was filled with newspaper clippings of stories about Watergate. That's all these were is Washington Post stories mm-hmm. every day about Watergate, that somebody in the Nixon administration, their pathetic job was to collect whatever the Washington Post said that day about Watergate and put it in this album and Nixon classified it. It took years to get that unclassified. And all it was, was published newspaper reports. Senator McCaskill of Missouri said, I can't tell, this is her quote, I can't tell you how many times I had to go into a skiff in the Senate to go look at uh, classified material that contained information that I read about in the newspaper three days before. Right. So there's a there's a situation there with the classification process and with how those documents are handled and resolved at the end of a at the end of an administration that really needs to take a needs examination oh yeah Yeah. nothing has changed i mean this guy was talking between 50 and 80 years nothing has changed how they do things but the world has changed and technology has changed that's right and and they're still classifying process of of classification has not existed for 100 years so you know we got to figure this out we're going to put penny on it and she's going to have it all worked out by the end of the next break oh yeah but first we're going to take a quick break Uh, We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Weekend Water Cooler on 97.9 The Hill. (laughs) Okay, we're back with Penny Rich. Um, And at this point, this segment is is basically, you know, Law and Order White House Edition. Don't, don't. I got to get that sound effect. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's be so great. Um, So, I, you know... I, I really just uh, wanted to remind you, Penny, because I know how you forget these things. Yeah. Uh, of all the cases that are pending, that are being investigated 
right now. Amazing. Um, first of all, the um, the Stormy Daniels payoff, where Donald Trump wrote a hush money check to Michael Cohen right. during his time in the White House, uh, signed the check for $130,000. This was to be paid to uh, Stormy Daniels in exchange for being quiet about their relationship. Uh, this is a story that had come to the National Choir. The, um, uh, the publisher, whose name is so wonderful in all this, David Pecker, you can't make it up. <laughs> uh, he, he, uh, he called Michael Cohen. Is that where he got the story? Did he get it from Michael Cohen? Uh, no, he called Michael Cohen and he said, we've got this story. Oh, okay. And um, I paid the last one. And so it's your turn. I never got reimbursed. So oh, that's right. Your, I remember yeah, that. So you yeah. need to tell your guy that you're going to have to do this yourself directly. Yeah. So Michael Cohen paid her off, uh, paid her $130,000. And then Donald Trump paid that to Michael Cohen. And then, and then did, and then did the really bad thing. <laughs> it takes a while to get to the really bad, really thing. bad thing. Yeah. Then he did the really bad thing, which is that on his tax return and his elections disclosures, he took that as an election expense, sure. as a campaign expense, sure. paying Hush an money. attorney. I paid that. What are you talking about? I paid the attorney. Yeah. Their attorney's fees. Well, there was no, there was no uh, legal services that Michael Cohen was providing. He was, he was passing the money through. How do I know this? Rudy Giuliani said so on Fox News. Right. That the money was funneled through a law firm and that Donald Trump didn't do anything wrong. Uh, Rudy Giuliani forgot whatever he learned in law school. So anyway, there's that case, which is now in front of a grand jury. Which all of a sudden, well, right. Yeah. All of a sudden, the New York uh, DA woke uh, up, right? Yeah, woke up. Who yeah. Had been, who had been instructed by Trump's DOJ to sit down and be quiet. Uh, told the DA's office in Manhattan, leave this alone. The feds are going to take care of it. And then they didn't. Right. Big surprise. Mm -hmm. So now the the DA has spoken with um, Michael Cohen. Who's, who went to jail for this, by the way? We have to, to, he's yeah, the right. only guy who went to jail for this particular event. Right. That's so far. Right. So far. Yeah. So far. So far. Yeah. So he's, he's back talking to them for the 15th interview um and david pecker uh, appeared, <laughs> appeared sorry mr pecker appeared before the grand jury this week so they've convened a grand jury that me that means that uh tick tock time is time is almost up the indictment's going to drop on that that's a fairly simple case there is a right. a Hundreds of millions of dollars civil fraud suit brought by Tish James, the attorney general for the state of New York. Um, and the deposition for that case uh, was released this week, the videotape deposition of the former president, wherein over a course of four hours, he invoked his Fifth Amendment rights more than four 
hundred times. Mm -hmm. There's the obstruction of government process case wherein Donald Trump as a private citizen was found to be in possession of classified documents at Mar-a-Lago after the archives had repeatedly asked him to turn them over knowing that he had them. Right. And his lawyers signed documents, you know, under penalty of perjury that uh, here's the last three documents and, and there's nothing else. And then there was, um, and there was enough evidence that a crime was being committed that uh, they got a search warrant. The FBI did, and they went and got those documents. There's an election obstruction interference case in Georgia that is uh, charging decisions are imminent, according to the Fulton County District Attorney. That's the one Bonnie I'm keeping Willis. an eye on. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. the one where Donald Trump is on the phone with the Secretary of State saying, I just need you to get me to find 11,870 or whatever the number is. Votes. Exact votes. Just yeah. go find them. Just, just one more. Find I just them. Need one. Right. Go well, they're probably them. in your other pants, right? Um, right. Uh, there's, there's that case. And of course, there's the last and far from least seditious conspiracy incitement of a riot insurrection charges. One six. Yeah, one six. Um, and so it took me so long to explain all of these that our discussion of this topic is going to have to wait until oh, goodness. our next break. I know it's a torment. I'm so well, sorry. Well, it was an intro, though. We got an intro to it. We're, so we're but good. but yeah. that's that's our introduction, and, and we'll yeah. come back and talk about these. And we're going to pick on the air which one each of us thinks is going to drop first. And I think the others will quickly follow. Yeah. Uh, then it's going to be like watching the Tasmanian devil trying to defend himself, <laughs> watching the Donald Trump legal team, whoever that's going to be, by the way. Um, you know, the last the last five bad lawyers in America. Right. Uh, we'll be back with more in just a minute. You're listening to The Weekend Water Cooler on 97.9 The Hill. Okay, we're back talking with Penny Rich and we're talking about all these indictments and I'm going to I'm going to shock Penny. Oh, my God. By saying something about Donald Trump that sounds on the borderline of being compassionate. No. I can't help myself. I have okay. to tell you that um, I have watched enough episodes of Law and Order. Oh no, here we go. <laughs> that I could win this case as a prosecutor. Which case am I talking about? Yeah. Any of them, uh. <laughs> especially the Mar-a-Lago documents case. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's That's all, ridiculous. you know, it's all, it, this is the same thing was true, by the way, for Paul Manafort. The whole case is paper. It's not, you know, you don't need um, a kid who was at the corner of fourth and Elm who saw you run away from the bank with a bag of money in your hand. Right. Eyewitnesses are very unreliable. You don't have, um, you don't have a, a, a an ex girlfriend with an axe to grind. You don't you don't have any human being element of revenge or, or why people would lie to get you convicted. It's all documents, right? And when you put documents in front of a jury, and you say 
is this very uh, unique, shall we say, and recognizable? Is this Donald Trump's signature, Mr. Signature, uh, you know, expert? Uh, yeah, it's, you know, it, it looks like a series That's of scribble, tall buildings. Sharpie here. scribble, it's yeah. Silly. Um, so, so here's what you have. You, ha you have a couple of these cases and the, and the Georgia case, I think is practically the same way. A guy who is, thinks he's so untouchable that he would just brazenly say to the secretary of state, a Republican. So he thinks he owns him that, um, yeah, you just need, just go, you know, go in the bathroom and come out and say, you found 11,000 votes in there. Right. What's the big deal? This is any, I mean, he sounds like that in the call. I'm sure you've heard this tape. Oh yeah. It's all recorded. What an idiot though, to not think that, that, that all of his phone calls were recorded. I well, mean, he knew it was with Zelensky in, in, yeah, in I mean, he knew it was recorded. Oh. Um, and even if it wasn't Penny, I would take the word of anybody who was on that call over him anyway. Of course. But, I mean, but yeah. yeah, of course it's recorded so we can listen to him saying it. And here's, here's the compassionate thing. We're, we're about to see what happens when a, a guy who is, how old is he now? 76 years old, 77? Yeah, something like that, yeah. When he, he goes through his whole life until February, 2023, and he's never been held accountable for anything. He has lied and cheated and stolen every day, all the time about anything, about right. this, about how many people were in the crowd at the inauguration. He could not tolerate the idea that the New York Times ran a comparison photo of course they did. They always do. Don't you oh. read the paper? No, he does not read. Of course he doesn't. Right. So um, yeah. he, he can't tolerate negative information even being discussed in front of him. He is not going to easily tolerate that he's going to be indicted at least I'm going to say at least five times. Ooh, and I'm just okay. going to put this out there in the, yeah. in the next six months and probably in the next two, because I think that, that what's going to happen here is that the DOJ for their cases, at least they want to get this wrapped up and done, done with jury trials done well before the 2024 election. Well, they have to, right? Because that's that's yeah. always their well, goals. They don't want to. They don't want to. They, I don't know they, what's going to happen. They need to do quickly, everything though. they can to yeah. to drain the political yeah. attack angle out of it. And so, in order to do that, you got to back up to how long does the trial take? Trial take, yeah. And then, how yeah. long does jury selection take? That's going to be months. ridiculous. Yeah. It's going to take months. Yeah. So gonna, yeah. it's go time. That's right. The, the first yeah. quarter of this year, certainly the first half of this year, it's go time. And yeah. by the fall, you need to be having trials taking place. Right. And right. Yeah, I think I think the Georgia one goes so, first. What do you think? I what do you want to do? Do you want to take the easiest thing, which is the writing a check to Michael Cohen? That's in fact a payoff for a third party. 
Right. So we'll just take that and get it out of the way. It's probably the least criminal of the charges, potentially, in terms of how much jail time are you facing? Well, you know, we'll see. Maybe it would just be a big fine uh, and a judge saying, never do it again. Don't do it again. Yeah. What about, what about the Jean Carroll case? What do you think is going to happen there? The Jean Carroll case is a civil matter. Right. Right? No. Um, no, it's, it's rape though, isn't it? For, for defamation. Yeah. Okay. It, oh, the it, defamation one, right. About yeah. the defamation, right. about That's the correct. rape accusation. Correct. Correct. And yes. um, you were just telling me during the break that, uh, yeah. that Trump's lawyer in that matter has, Gone. Um, because she was involved in the, the other case, the other civil case in Florida that he got fined $970,000 mm-hmm. for, that she's gotten herself um, excused from that case. By the way, once you're, once you are someone's attorney in a case, it's not that easy. You don't, you can't just quit and walk away. Once a case is proceeding forward and is plainly going to trial, which that case is. Right. Clients have a right to get make their attorney kind of stick with them. You, so the judge has to approve that. And apparently the judge did approve that. Um, yeah, because she's gone. Yeah. But she's, because she's, so now he's got to get another mm-hmm. lawyer for that case. So that makes actually six cases. Uh, I like Jean Carroll's chances. I find her a credible person. And I suppose that she has receipts when it comes to demonstrating injury that was done to her by, by Trump. And of course, mm-hmm. This is a person who thinks that he is so above it all. Above the law. Yeah. yeah. Always uh, did, though. Even before he was president. I oh, mean, that's, oh, long, long. That's that what I always that's, raised. That's my yeah. compassionate statement, though. This, yeah. this is a guy who believes that not one of these things is going to stick to him. He believes that. Why? Why and on earth shouldn't he believe it? All he has is a lifetime and a mountain of evidence to prove that he can get away with anything, anything, he can can lie, cheat and steal about anything. And by the way, I mean, his little doppelganger, Mr. Santos, um, I, you know, I think that he is probably Trump's most ardent admirer (laughs) with what is it united america uh, no, no the american those, yeah I, I don't know. for prosperity or something uh, I, I don't know oh the oan um not really oh, yeah. and he said i've learned my lesson oh please i've learned my lesson and he says i i'm just going to double check my facts now i'm going to be more careful and 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 double check my facts your facts you mean like when your mother died and why <laughs> and that you're Jewish? And, and your grandparents escaping the holocaust holocaust um and you yeah. know what's your legal name <laughs> right you're gonna and double hey, the best is things. the best is come on he was a drag queen that is the best i mean when those when those photos uh just sort he of denied surfaced, it then he looked at the you know and then then he goes, oh, yeah, that's and said, uh, you know well I, I look pretty good as a woman so I look yes pretty that's good. you And you know, listen, if he wants to be a drag queen, it's fine with me. It's you're in the wrong political party for that to be your hobby. (laughs) Um, because these people would like to take you up. Honest to God, Penny, out of all the things he did, perhaps history will tell us. I think that was the deal breaker. Oh, I think you're right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not not Rudy Giuliani, he can't get away with that. 
No, or Madison Cawthorn. Remember when they, they caught him with those photos when he was on that cruise ship and he was also dressed in drag? That was that was the end of him. I mean, that, you know, yeah. Goodness yeah. gracious. All right, which which indictment's going to drop first? Uh, I think the Georgia's going to go first. Georgia's really going to go first? Yeah, and then I, I think Tish James is pretty um, on top of it. So I think New York comes right after that. What do you, what do you think? I think it'll be, uh, I agree with you. I think Georgia will be first. I think Fonnie Willis is like, I waited, you know, right. I did the special, uh, the, the, the special grand jury that I've got their recommendation. She's under a certain amount of time pressure to release their report. Right. And the judge is saying it's not a secret document. So, um, I on. think that, I think that that indictment will drop this month. That'd be nice. Um, and uh, I think actually after that, um, what are you going for? I think it's going to be the Mar-a-Lago documents. Ooh, because wow, wow, I don't know. I mean, it'd be it's going to be contagious. Once once someone's bold yeah. enough to drop an indictment, then right. we're going to see them roll in. Because, right, and the DOJ yeah. doesn't want to be the last one to this party. Right, you know, right. Yeah. Uh, they've they've really got some uh, catching up to do. And all Maybe fronts, right really. there. Maybe you're right with the Mar-a-Lago. But but actually, I think that the DOJ, when they drop their indictments, it's going to be 75 counts of crimes against the government. And oh. it's gonna be this count, this count, this count. Yeah. And it's it's going to be very, very long and very specific. And it's going to end up being a lot. You know, we're talking about general topic areas. But within each one of these, there are multiple accounts oh my goodness, yeah. in the election fraud for example there's the call leaning on an official but then there's also a whole planned and executed fraudulent elector scheme oh yeah including signing false documents and he's false right false if you electors, take Donald yeah. Trump out of that none of these things happen so he's at the center of all of those right. events Right. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I think I I do think though that um, Fonnie Willis, who Still I really on. admire, um, yeah. is is right now putting together security plans for everybody in her office, because I think it's going to be terrible after that's announced. No, like, I know. Be a lot I of know. threats and and uh, there could be violent incidents, and and we'll hope for the best. But but I think I think she's. Um, I, I, Donald Trump could only wish. He had a pair on him that that were as uh, oh yeah as strong as hers, and and now that I'm referring to uh, the anatomy of the district attorney in Fulton County, I think it's probably a good time for a break. We're gonna we're gonna take a quick <laughs> break, and when we come back, oh, what are we talking about? What are we talking about, Gene? We're gonna when we come back, we're gonna teaser teaser the only thing that matters this coming weekend, which is Duke and Carolina at Chapel Oof. Hill at six thirty. On Saturday night. Oof. Gosh, I wonder who we're going to pick to win that one. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Weekend Water Cooler on 97.9 The Hill. Okay, we're back with Penny Rich. Penny, we have about five minutes, and so we're going to talk very quickly oh, about how do we how do we use up all our time? I don't, I, I don't know what happens. What happens? I, I think that there's a defect in my clock. I think so clock. too. Yeah, that's that's what I think. Right. Unfortunately, it aligns exactly with uh, how many minutes are recorded. So I, I, I don't know what to tell you about that. Um, it's also because we take like 20 seconds to talk about stuff like this. So, <laughs> so on Saturday, what's going to happen? So what's going to happen? Obviously, 
we don't even have to discuss that we think Carolina's going to win. They've won yep. in a row. Yep. They're doing pretty well. They had kind of a bumpy start. I don't think it was any help to our, our team that um, the, the, the uh, number one ranking at the beginning of the year is probably one of the most worthless things. And I think if you asked um, Coach Davis, you know, well, what do you think? You know, do you want to be ranked number one? He would say, I'd no. rather have a root canal. No, right. no, no, no. Terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh, rank us number seven, right? Rank us anything, but not number one. Not but anyway, um, I do think, um, of course, they're going to win the game. Am I going to miss Mike Krzyzewski? No, you know, no, I'm not. I'm not. It's going to be years before I'm going to miss Mike Krzyzewski. Um, I think it's, uh, it's, I, I think I, I feel uh, rejuvenated when I see the, these two, you know, the next generation of coaches. I, it, I'm happy to see that. I'm happy I lived long enough to see that um, in the, in the rivalry. I love this rivalry. I love, I love everything about it. I love Ty Tyler Hansbrough's broken nose, mm. uh, blood everywhere. Mm. I was all on his side for that. Um, it, it was a punch as far as I'm concerned. Right. Um, you know, watching these games has been just a, an, an absolutely joyful thing. So let's talk scores and biscuits. Okay. The biscuit deal is that if Carolina scores 100 points, if Carolina scores 100 points and some other team, I won't say Duke, some other team scores 104 points, Carolina fans still get biscuits is my read of what I'm seeing on the website. I think that's right. Yeah. So, um, although that's what very... happens is you get two biscuits, any kind of biscuit you want, I think, but definitely two sausage biscuits. Cause why would you want anything else <laughs> uh, at Bojangles for $1? That's the biscuit deal. And everybody wants biscuits. So, we would love for Carolina to score 100 points because, first of all, because we know that Duke won't. Right. Right. Not this year. <clears throat> so out of loyalty to my mm -hmm. station and in honor of uh, <laughs> WCHL's 70th birthday last week, congratulations again, WCHL. Mm -hmm. I say this 70 times a day. Congratulations, awesome. WCHL. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to say that Carolina will score 97.9 points, which obviously is not possible. So I'm going to round it up to 98. Okay. And I think Duke will score 90 points. I say that out of charity. Ooh, that's really high. That's yeah. high for Duke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm yeah. going to go uh, UNC 88. Um, and I'm, de I'm deciding what Duke – I think Duke is going to be a lot less – um, not a little less, kind of like you. I, I think Duke is going to be like six at sixty nine. I don't think they hit seventy. I don't think they hit seventy. So I'm going 88-69, UNC takes it. Um, I think that it's you know Duke is you're right. UNC is playing much better now than they did at the beginning yeah. of the season. I think yeah. they've got it together. I think Baycott is amazing. I mean, all of them. They're just playing just a, a really good. Their rhythm yeah. is down. They they're move. together. You know? Yep, they move the ball nicely. Uh, Duke, on the other hand, feels like a very uh, new team. It it feels yeah. like it's not, and that's true, right? Because we've got like four seniors on our team that have been playing for a couple. Right, of years. that's right. And, and I I don't yeah. know. Um, 
I don't know how John Shire's, you know, system differs from Shashevsky's. Not much, right? Because he was coach underneath Shashevsky, right? Yeah. And and I, I think that Shashevsky was like, you know, moving down the bench throughout the season last year to to let him get more get in involved. Bit, but yeah. um but you know, you whenever you have a new coach, you have to buy into his system and and it's gonna take some time. So it would be, you know, I mean. Hubert Davis is not a good example because I mean he did get to the championship in his first right. year. Year. <laughs> uh and yeah. let's all remember, yes, that was first game in the final four they beat. Uh oh yeah, that was Duke. Yeah. <laughs> so for the second time in a week. Yes, that's right. So, they had the game before right before that, um, too, before they so, yeah, yeah, I, I think that uh I think it's gonna be a great game. I think everybody is gonna be bleary-eyed on Sunday, right, listening to the weekend water cooler and saying, oh my God, I can't believe that Penny and Jean called this so accurately. Uh, <laughs> I have to go out now and get my biscuits. Biscuits. And we if if we are wrong in our predictions, it will be because there was more scoring, I believe. Yeah. I, I don't think that's gonna happen though. I don't know. We'll see. I, I really, I mean, it's always going to be a good game. The rivalry is just wonderful, yeah. right? You can't yeah. beat it. It and, and it's just forever. I even remember as a kid growing up uh, up north, knowing that this rivalry was going on, right? Now, and, do you remember just just for uh, the younger fan, the single younger fan who doesn't remember this game? Do you remember the the big four corners game? I, that happened right oh, after yeah. we came to North Carolina. Oh yeah, I and wasn't I was here like, yet. What yeah. are they doing? It's halftime, and they haven't scored ten points between them. What right. is Smith doing? He's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was, it, but it was brilliant, right? Because he, of course, we didn't know what was going on, and then, of, right, we we all know what's going on now. Yeah, I mean? yeah. But, but at the time, we yeah, like, and the well, NCAA very quickly said, "Okay, uh, Dean." I don't know if people know this, but the NCAA shortly after that season said, "Okay, Dean, you have your way." We're putting in a shot clock. Right. <laughs> he wanted that, and that's one of the one of the things he did to get it. Yeah, yeah, no, I, it's you know, I like the shot clock. I, I like the shot clock in pro ball. It's much faster, and that's why you, that game goes much faster in pro ball. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's just boom, 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 boom. So yeah. I mean, and it's a different game. Also, there, it's all heavy three pointers in the pros, whereas you do get some really nice oh, yeah. in the paint here, which is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah all like right. That. Well, all right, go heels. You know, get your get your chicken wings and your you know five layer oh, yeah. dip ready. Oh yeah. All right, and we'll we'll uh, you know see you before long. I hope Penny Rich and uh, everybody. Absolutely. Uh, uh, thank you, of course, for for hanging out with me to uh, make our legal decisions. I think we made some really good points tonight. Really good decisions. We'll see how those indictments come down, but I think more importantly, go heels. Yeah, exactly. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> And everybody, if you're going out, please be safe. And uh, if you're staying in, keep it right here on 97.9 The Hill. Follow Gene on Twitter at Gene Bolduck and tweet your comments and questions with the hashtag WCHL.